Amen. Greeting you with the Holy Word's peace. All right. We're going to go into the new year ready to go to work and allow the Holy Spirit to go to work on us. You know, last week, the message was about the intruder, right? And what an intruder is is someone that's coming to steal, to kill, and to destroy, right? And so what we're going to do here is we're going to go over that and we're going to work our way into a newness and a new way of thinking, all right? Now, uh, Paul says in uh, Romans 7 and 17, now I realize that it's no longer me that's doing these things. And he came to the point that it was the sin within him. And I call that the intruder. Now, the intruder can come into your life more than any, any, in all kinds of different ways, okay? And we'll get into that because what we're trying to do here is become better men and women, all right? Once you're a Christian, you got that down, but what makes me a better man, a better woman? And eventually, I become a husband and a wife and a father and a, and, and a mother and a daughter, a son. Isn't that right? And so what we're trying to do is to make life, we want to live the life that Christ would have us to live. Now, anything that Christ wants for you, Satan wants to take it from you. Do you understand that? And, as, and, and especially young people, you need, to, you need to get it as soon as you can get an understanding of what Satan's trying to do to you. He's trying to steal your talents, your abilities, your God-given purpose from you. That's what he's trying to do. And, and, uh, and he's, he's smart. The, the earlier that he can do that, the harder it is once you get in that to get out of that. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? It's kind of like any addiction or anything like that. Once you get in it, it's very difficult to get up out of it, right? And so what we don't, we're trying to do is teach the young folks how not to get in that situation and not to let the intruder in and the old folks how to get up out of that. I hate to tell you that. Well, I'm, hey, come on here. I'm with you. I said old folks, not the older folks, but anyway. <laughs> so what we're going to do is today is we're going to study this here. We're going to start with the first epistle of John, and we're going to work our way into this. And we're, Let me tell you something. There's too many excuses, okay? I'm coming down here with you so you can hear me good. There's too many excuses when we do things wrong, right? Now, I'm going to tell you all something, all right? Now, there are carnal Christians, Scripture says, baby Christians, Scripture says, mature Christian, Scripture says, and the elect Christians. Isn't that right? Now, I'm in between the uh, elect and the mature, right? So let me tell you, I can never get in my feelings. I can never get in my emotions. I can never say that I've done this because I was in my feelings or I was in my emotions. Ask me why. As a mature Christian, I know that's the devil. Right. That's the devil that got up in me. Right. You understand what I'm talking about? It ain't got nothing to do with feelings and emotion. It's the devil that's got up in me and trying to distract me from what God would have me to be. That's right. Right? Does everybody understand what I'm talking about? And we need, we need to get off. We, in the, uh, there's a military thing that I like. There's only three answers that you can give uh, uh, your captain or sergeant or the person that's above you and ask me what they are. Yes, sir. No, sir. No excuse, sir. That's right. That's right. Can I say it again? Yes, sir. No, sir. No excuse, sir. So all of you people in here, remember that song, I'm in the army of the Lord? 
So if you're in the army of the Lord, come on, and you're a servant of God, a servant of God, right? Don't, when God, the only thing you can say to God is, yes, sir, no, sir, no excuse, sir. That's right. That's right. Amen to that. Say amen to that. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Go ahead. As we're told in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8, the one who does what is sinful is of the devil. Say, so the one who does is sinful is of the devil. It's the devil. You know, he used to say it. Uh, Flip Wilson, some of y'all too young know who he was, but he right. used to be a comedian. He used to say, the devil made me do it. And I used to think that was, but that's not, as I got older, I figured out the devil has gotten me doing, had got, had me doing things that I shouldn't have been doing. That's right. That's right. All right. Here we go. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. So he's been sinning from the beginning. All right, keep going, please. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. See, the, the, the Son of God, that's Jesus Christ, has came to destroy whose work? The devil's work. So we need to know who's working in us. That's right. Okay, he, listen to me. Every one of you in here, there's a whole bunch of you in here. Every one of you in here, God has a purpose for you. There is a life that he wants you to live. Satan is angry. He wants to destroy, come on, the works of God. That's right. But Jesus said, I come to destroy what? The works of the devil. That's right. So sometimes we need to ask, Lord Jesus, destroy the works of the devil within me. Come on. Come on. Because I know this is the devil working within me. You see? Because, listen to me, he wants to destroy every, your marriages. He wants to tear up your families. He wants to tear up your churches. He wants to tear up your communities. He wants to tear up this country. That's what he does. That's right. But Jesus Christ tells us that he came to destroy the works of the devil. That's right. All right? And then he says in John 10 and 10 that the thief cometh not but to, for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So we know that the thief comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. Do we know who that is? That thief is God. No, excuse me. That thief is Satan, right? He's coming to kill you. Y'all know he's trying to kill you, right? That's right. You see, you understand what that's, you know, you all know my thing is, and I thought it was good. You see, I'm a, I was a sugar junkie, right? Sugar, y'all know what sugar is, right? Ask me what sugar. Say, what is sugar, Pastor? Diabetes. Right. Right? And so I, had, I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, uh, you're borderline diabetic. This has been about eight years ago. And then being the coach, Coach Fields, you mean I coached for 25 years? Said there ain't no such thing as borderline. I'll see you in three months. And I ain't had a problem since. It wasn't the sugar that was trying to kill me. It was Satan that was trying to kill me, so that I wouldn't be here to harass you all. That's right. Huh? And because I wanted to be here, brother Nathan, to harass you, I got off sugar. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all laughing, but there's many other things in your life that's causing you, that's trying to take away your gifts, your abilities, and your talents. Is your body, the, the Bible says your body is the temple of what? The Holy Ghost. If your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, then who wants to destroy your body? Satan. All right. Jesus goes on to say that I am come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. But then Jesus says, but I come that you may have life and life more abundant. So here we go. Satan wants to kill, to steal, and destroy. What does he want to kill? He wants to kill and destroy the life of abundance that God wants you to have. Do you understand that? 
Do you all over here understand that? He wants to destroy your life of abundance. That's right. You know, being a coach for years, I never got a chance to coach the best athlete. Ask me why. Got incarcerated. Now, I'm going to be real. The, the best athlete that I ever had a chance to coach when I was at Park University, track athlete, was a young lady that, actually, she was Jamaican. And uh, we got her down, and she became All-American her freshman year. And I couldn't wait for her to get back for her sophomore year. She didn't get back her sophomore year because she got pregnant and never came back to college. She had talent, right? Satan comes to do what? To kill, to deal, to steal, and destroy. You got to get that. You got to get that. Whether it be a business mind, whatever it is, he's trying to kill it. Now, don't say, man, I'll just say this because I don't want y'all to get in trouble. You can have some good marriages in here. I'll, I'll look at the wall. You can have some good marriages in here. Satan is coming to kill, to steal, and destroy it. You can have a strong family. He wants to tear that family up. That's right. Because God wants you to live in abundance. And abundance is not always things. It can be love. Secure those kind of things, right? But he wants to steal that from you. And you need to know who's behind it. That's right. when, when stuff gets going crazy in your family, you need to know who's behind that. Are y'all with me? Guess what else he can do? He can have, let me say, he can, he can take in your head and cause you to think of things that will destroy yourself. Teach. Are you with me? All right. That's why we're told in 1 Peter verse 5 and verse 8, to be alert and of sober mind. Now he says, be alert and sober mind. Don't be intoxicated over yourself. That's right. All right. He says, your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, Looking for someone to devour. Satan is looking. Right now, he's looking for somebody to devour. He ain't talking to me. I don't know who he thinks he is. Come on. Because he wants to destroy you. He wants you to get in bad relationships. He wants you to, he wants you to become an addict. He wants you to do that. Right. He wants you to fail at what God has given you. Because there's one thing that God gave us that I wish he hadn't gave us. That's what is that? Freedom of choice. That's right. Right? Are y'all with me? Am I doing all right? All right. Then we're told in Matthew 22 and verse 37, and Jesus says, Love the Lord God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And, I, and, and here's what I want to just do. And I'll do the rest of them uh, maybe next week or something. Jesus says, love the Lord your God. He, he used what first? All. Your heart. He wants your heart. See, see, he wants to get it. See, God wants you to love him with all your heart. Now, let me make this very clear, clear to you, because some of you are looking at me like I lost my mind, which I did. I got a new mind, so that's the one you ought to listen to, all right? All right. I got the mind of Christ now. That was good. Wasn't that good? Yeah. All right. So, so, so what he wants to do what? Read that again. Love the Lord God with all your heart. Have you ever told somebody you love them and your heart wasn't in it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and there's been some people told you they love you, their heart wasn't in it. That's right. 
Can, can I say this? They had something on their mind, but their heart wasn't in it. Say amen to that, right? And so God is telling you he wants you to love him with all your heart. Why? Satan wants to do what? He, he wants to get into your heart and steal the love that you should have for God and put it somewhere else. That's right. Does that make sense? I'm going to ask you a question here since uh, no, we'll go to the next scripture. I got it. In Proverbs 23 and 7, it says that for as he thinketh in his heart. That's all right. You don't have to do the rest. As far as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So whatever is in your heart, so is he. So, so, so here's the, here's the scripture it says, so is a man thinketh, I'm going to do it this way. So is a woman thinketh in her heart. So is she. That's right. Right. But guess what? You see, what determines what you think in your heart can be something a little difficult. Here's the question I want to ask you. What spirit are you entertaining? Hmm. You got to be careful. The Bible says, try the spirits by the spirit. So that means there's going to be some little spirits talking to you. That's right. And those little spirits can get into your heart and cause you to live Lord than you should be living. You understand what I'm saying? So you got to be careful to what spirits you're entertaining. All right? I got another question. Say, what's that, Pastor? Who's in your head? Come on. Say Who's that. in your head? You remember now, there's two, there's two, it's either going to be the Holy Spirit or Satan. That's right. Who's in your head? Right? There's some of you probably sitting in here that feel very insecure. Who'd you listen to? What spirit did you entertain? Are y'all with me? The last one is, who's in your ear? Who's in your ear? You got to be careful of that. Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. He can speak to you in your ear and cause you to live less than you are. Have you ever seen somebody that you thought had, ever, had it all going on? There's some coaches and teachers in here know what I'm talking about. You can see a person that's got all the, they got, I mean, they got all the tools that they possibly need to be a good student, to be this, to be that, to be a good athlete, whatever. They got all those tools. But what happened is somebody got into their ear. Are you with me? Okay. It's just, it's just now, and, and here, get up here. See, I'm getting up here with you, Pastor. Isn't it something This is, well, still 20 we're 19 still, right? That we just had the new, what is it called, the Me Too movement? It's just getting women to think that they're above what man has put them in. Why did that take so long? Satan was behind it. Millions of women for decades, let's go this way, for centuries, were living here when they should have been up here. Huh? Isn't that right? So who was behind it? Satan was behind it. And so what happened to us, and I told people what happened to us, we become half a country, half a church, half a family, because we denied the other, we denied our ladies to be equal and made them a fifth. Are you all with me? Because somebody was in the ear. Some of you sitting in here, ladies, I'm going to talk to the ladies for a minute. I'm a question. I want you to never forget what I'm saying here, ever. What spirit are you entertaining? Who's in your head? Who's in your ear? If it's negative, it ain't God. That's right. Come on, ladies, give me a hand for that. That's right. 
If it's negative, it ain't God. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Men, when you treat them less than what God would have you to treat them, who's talking to you? It ain't God. Come on. Come on, man. You can clap. Amen. You see what I'm talking about? Or yourself. Do you see what I'm saying? No excuses in this church. That's right. No excuses. All right, I'm getting tired. Where are we at now? Over, let's go over here. Proverbs chapter 4, beginning with verse 20. He says, My son, pay attention to all the words I'm telling you. And I picked this Proverbs out because I like Proverbs. Because it teaches us. You know, Psalms teaches us how to get along with God. And Proverbs teaches us how to, how to live life and to get along with man. And he's saying, my son, we could put that there, my daughter as well. My sons and daughters. Pay attention. Go ahead. To all the words I'm telling you. Okay. Lean in closer so you may hear all I say. And see, I'm going to be the, the prophet today. You need to hear what I'm saying. That's right. You need to walk out of this church with a whole different mindset. Do you understand what I'm saying? You ought to walk out of this church talking about, yes, I can. You, you ought to walk out of this church, as they said years ago, I am somebody. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're not homeless. You're not alone. You're in the body of Christ. And as long as you're in the body of Christ, you can never be alone. Not because only Christ, because you're in the body of Christ. That's right. All right? Somebody knows who you are, physically knows who you are. I know who you are this morning. That's why I'm doing this message this morning. I want you to live up to your potential. Our, our, our theme next year for next year is going to be on the paper. We are going to chase perfection, and we're going to catch excellence. We Christians, we can never be any lower than excellence. That's right. That's right. Period. We're going to chase perfection, and we're going to catch excellence. So what kind of woman are you going to be? What kind of man are you going to be? Excellent. We need to start that today. What kind of husband you going to be? What kind of wife you going to be? What kind of daughter? Son. You see? Brother, sister, excellent. Everything we do, we're going for excellence. That's right. What kind of student are you going to be? Some of the athletes in here. What kind of athlete are you going to be? You see? You got to me athletes. All right. I said for you, excellent. A has been excellent athlete. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he says, keep my words before you. Let me tell you, you something. We all laughing. You see, once you have been there, you see, once you've been there, you got something to remember. That's right. So when I said that, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I've been there. So I got something to remember. So when I'm too old to run, I still have my the old days to remember. That's right. That's right. That was good. I should be a pastor. <laughs> Here we go. Again, he says, keep my words before you. Meditate on them. Set them safely in your heart. And that's what you're going to do. You want to set what you've heard in your heart. Don't let nobody steal it from you. Don't let nobody steal it from you. Don't let nobody steal it from you. All right? You ain't who somebody else. Listen to me. Some of you all don't know how, how I do it. Quit letting other people mirror you. That's right. Look in God's mirror, and he'll reflect who he wants you to be. All right. He says, for those who discover them, they are life. 
They bring wholeness and healing to our bodies. That's what the Word of God does. It brings what? Wholeness, wholeness and, healing. and healing. There ain't no half people in there. shouldn't be. You ought to be a whole man, Amen. a whole woman. You're a child of God. You can't be half. And you know what I've been telling y'all for years. Christians cannot be average. That's right. I was average before I became a Christian. All right? That's right. <laughs> then he says, above all else, watch over your heart. And he says again, I'm working this heart thing. He says, above all else, watch what? Over your heart. Watch your heart. Watch your heart. So is a woman thinketh, so is she. You know, what does she think in his heart? her heart? That's what she's going to be. So as a man think of in his heart, that's what he's going to be. Watch your heart. All right? <clears throat> Diligently guard it because from a sincere and pure heart come the good and noble things of life. Do you want the noble things and the good things of life? Keep your heart right. Protect your heart. Your heart belongs to God. You love him? Well, guess what? He loves you. You believe God loves you? Amen. Then you can't be junk. That's right. That's right. Amen. All right. Here we go. The NIV says in verse 23, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Everything you do flows from it. You see, I'm a sports guy, right? And, you know, I was born in Tulsa, you all know that. And I hate to say Tulsa, Oklahoma, but I was born in Tulsa, <laughs> Oklahoma. Now, here's what happened. The guys came to me, and we were all talking. I said, well, <clears throat> Oklahoma won't win yesterday because they can't win the big game. They haven't won a big game in 10 years. All right? And then I watched the game, and I watched those athletes out there. They had absolutely no heart. Now, somebody got into their heart. You see, and sometimes it's trash talking. And trash talking to get in your heart and distract you. That's right. And you'll forget who you are and who you represent. That's right. Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes. You belong to Christ Temple North, and the rest of you don't belong. You belong to Christ Temple North. Why are you in here? Uh, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Watch who's in your heart. That's right. That's right. When you lose your heart, you lose your life. That's right that God has prepared for you. All right. The message says it this way. Keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. You, life starts in your heart. I love life. I love life. It's in my heart. I feel good in my heart. I love the Lord God. Love my wife and family, my children and my family. And I love the family he gave me, you all. And I love life. Guess why I'm supposed to love life? God, let me tell you, because some of your visitors, you didn't know this. There's only two things God can't do. Everybody say God can do everything, but he can't. There's two things he can't do. is lie and fail. That's right. That's right. Amen. He can't lie and he can't fail. And he promised me to have, he'd give me what? Life and life more what? That's right. So why aren't you living that? Well. It ain't because it's not fair. Maybe it's because somebody's in your ear. Maybe because you're entertaining the wrong spirit. Teach. Am I doing all right, Brother Nathan? Maybe something else is in your head. You know, I've been hearing people, and I was talking to 
my spiritual son about downsizing, not me. And I was talking to him. I said, now, wait a minute. You can't say God blessed you with the castle and you downsizing to the shanty. He's blessed me because he said so. He said, Johnny Fields, I'm going to give you life and life more abundant. And for my sister here, Chester, I'm going to give you life and life more abundant. That's what they call me, right? I'm supposed to live big because I'm living on his promises. All right. Some of you are looking around. Are you looking around to figure out who I'm talking to or are you getting bored? We about done. All right. That's why we're told in verse 24 to do away with any talk that twists and distorts the truth. I ain't dealing with I'm de- Get away from that. I call it foolishness. All right? The Bible says have nothing to do with any verbal trickery. Uh, yeah, no. Don't let nobody trick you into something you ain't. Don't, wait, let, let me do this here. Don't let nobody trick you into giving up your pearls to the swine. Come on. Come on. That's a scripture. So do not give your pearls to the swine. Some of you act like y'all mad at me. Don't do that. I'm just the messenger. That's right. Okay. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Eyes straight ahead looking for that prize that Christ promised me. And you focus on what is in front of you. Focus on what's in front of you. You have a future. Uh, some of my classmates asked me, they call me Chester. Uh, Chester, when are you going to retire? I said, when I can't walk, talk, and think. That's right. That's right. So I'm looking for a future. You understand what I'm saying? Are you living good? You ought to be looking for better. That's your future, all right? We're told to take care that you don't stray from the straight path. That's right. The way of truth, and you will safely reach the end of your road. Oh, yeah. Do not veer off course to the right or to the left. Don't, you know the course. I'm not going right. I'm not going left. Guess who wants you to, to veer off course? The spirit you entertain. Come on. Be careful who's in your head. Be careful who's in your ear. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You see what I'm talking about? When them voices over there calling you and over there calling trying to get in, I can't hear you. All right? I refuse to let you in my head. I refuse to entertain your spirit. Come on. All right? The Bible says, step away from evil and leave it behind. I'm leaving it behind. All right, the last one. For in Matthew 6 and 21, it says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Whatever you treasure is where your heart's at. Whatever you treasure is where your heart's at. If you treasure plastic, that's where your heart's at. Yeah? But we treasure gold in this church. We don't even deal with silver. Because our heart's where God would have our hearts to be. Did I do all right? Give that, huh? Ah. You, you 